My name is Monica Gleberman, and you're listening to Silence on Set Podcast. On today's podcast, we're covering the premiere of Fresh Kills, which is a spotlight narrative that's screening at the 2023 Tribeca Film Festival, where we'll be speaking to director and writer Jennifer Esposito. The film takes place with the daughters of the LaRusso family who struggle to break free from the unspoken code of women behind the men in the mob world of Staten Island in the late 80s and early 90s. Unlike any mob movie you've ever seen before, Fresh Kill reveals the women behind the men, the stories that are never told, violence, fear, and the unspoken rules that dictate who they are and who they are allowed to become. So to talk about why she wanted to write this film, why it was so important to direct it, and what it's going to feel like to have it premiere at the Tribeca Film Festival, here is director, writer, and actor Jennifer Esposito. Hi, how are you? how are you Monica I'm good I'm so excited to talk with you hey thank you oh my gosh first of all I have to just start off with you're one of the best actresses ever so I'm so happy to talk with you like I mean the amount of work that I have seen and like worshipped you in is a lot (laughs) that's so kind thank you so much you never know you know you never know it's been such a long career and hard mm-hmm. that you know you never know if it's touching anybody so thank you it means a lot to me well it definitely it definitely does touch people you do such a fantastic job um but I was so excited to hear that you were going to write and direct and then also that it was going to be in Brooklyn it was going to be about like mobsters but from woman's perspective like this is like my ultimate dream come true so awesome. I'm excited to talk with you about it that's awesome I'm excited are you from Brooklyn I'm from Long Island and my parents were born in Brooklyn so okay. I kind of know the whole I've heard yep. all the stories all the yep. things yep so you know what I'm talking about <laughs> yeah and I know you were born right in Brooklyn or I was born in Brooklyn yeah. I was there until I was probably 10 and then moved to Staten Island when I was 10 and I moved uh to the city when I was uh 18. Oh, so see, we've been neighbors this whole time. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So. so you've heard all the stories I'm assuming, and I've heard all the stories. So it's so yes. funny. But um, so I started watching the movie Fresh Kills. I love it so much. Again, because it's from a woman's perspective, because it's strong women. And it also shows you a little more about kind of the degradation with children, children being involved. A lot of times in these like gangster mob movies I hate using that term but like a lot of times in these kind of films you don't see the overall long-term effect it just looks cool and sexy and fun right not realistic and what can actually happen and damaging to a family that's absolutely so, right I wanted to ask you what inspired you to kind of do this project write it and kind of direct it act in it and what was your main goals that you wanted to make sure hit when somebody saw this film well, so uh, first of all, I I agree with you. Growing up Italian American and seeing these, you, you know, Godfather and all these movies and shows, and you know, there was never a real clear depiction of of first of all our culture, but secondly, um, in this this genre space, you never really heard from the women, like really heard from the women, and especially the young women. Um, and I, you know, I did grow up around some of this and I thought, you know, there's so much here 
that that no one has ever discovered and no one has ever given a voice to and it it stayed with me throughout my my life and my career and i i just i just kept thinking about it and i kept having to say like why are you thinking about this because it this isn't my family this isn't based on my family um and my father is not in the mafia um but you know why is it staying with me and i thought well it's staying with me because it's about it's simply about trying to find a voice in a world that tells you not to have one and as females and being a female in this business and in this world especially look what's going on now having a voice as a female is not very easy having a real voice and a big voice and a loud voice and a voice that that isn't just going to be grateful for the peas that you're allowed to eat at the table you actually want a whole meal so um and that's not wrong and and it just it stayed with me and i thought let me let me explore that through this world that has very very clear rules and um so that's what's really the movie is about it's not about the mafia it's just placed in that world because that's where the rules are so clearly defined but i think that makes so much sense because for it to be placed in that position where you have a wife that might not want to be as vocal but does want to have a voice but is kind of ignored and not listened to or talked down to and then you have two kids that both kind of lead different lives right because we all have our own mentalities and our own thoughts and one is kind of following in the same kind of footsteps and the other one is kind of rebelling a little bit mm -hmm. and so it's interesting to see like whose voice will ultimately be the one that kind of stands the strongest in the end when, mm -hmm. when you watch it all together. So for you, why was it important also to be in there and show that instead of making like a movie where it was just, oh, all the women run the show and it's all about the women. Why was it important to include the fact that this is an ugly world and that it can lead to your children, but to also show that children can also split from it. And some might feel differently about the environment that they grew up in. Well, I think again, it's it's. I, I I like to go back and I say like it it could be like getting out of poverty or getting out of addiction, coming from an addictive family of the drugs. You know, it's very difficult to break. You know these 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 generational uh, issues. It's very difficult, and like what you have to do to break them. Like who do you have to become? Um, and I think whereas you know as you're talking about the taking you know everybody comes up different in this world and like how you react uh, under you know seeing violence and, and and stuff when you're growing up as kids you know we, I do show both ways and to me why I ever want to be an actor and why I want to tell stories is the humanness of it the human quality so I am not a fan of like, let's make everything pretty and perfect. And look, the women are in charge now. And like, it's like, that would never happen. I needed, needed to be honest about what I saw growing up. And, and also I don't have the answer on like, now you have a voice. Yay. Like that's when, if this isn't changing anytime soon. So I wanted to just explore what that looks like and how other women could when you're it's like crabs in a bucket I like to say back down I feel that happens with women and that's what we also explore in the film it's like you know because one of the women maybe wants something different 
it somehow shines a light on those other women that aren't try striving for better because it like it screws up their space. You know what I mean? And it's also a, a, a very scary thing. Like don't rock the boat kind of thing. So it explores all of that. And um, to me, that's what art is supposed to do. It's supposed to ask questions and make you think and push you to see things that maybe you're not looking at. So um, that to me is, is why I wanted to tell this story because it's not pretty yeah. and it's not perfect. And I love that too, because I do think sometimes you need a light shown on you through a friend sometimes, family members, whatever the case may be, to go, ooh, I don't really want that, right? Like we all grow up and we always go, oh, I don't want to do what my parents did if they did X, Y, and Z, right? Or I want to do what my parents did because they did certain things. So you try to, you mold your life off of that. So it's interesting when you have a friend that is in this family or you, or you have, you know, he has friends and, you know, whatever, you guys have like a whole community and some of these women feel helpless and they're not going to be able to talk and say anything. And then they go, Ooh, but she did. So does that mean I can? And you raise that question. Is that something that we should all start looking into and going, maybe I'm not raising it enough or is it risky? Is it worth the risk? Like, these are all things that start coming up as we watch your movie, basically. Exactly. And it's like, it's, 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 it's also, you know, for, for anybody who's felt like I've had men watch it and, and feel that the sins of say their father, you know, definitely hurt them at some point in their life, you know? And so to be able to, to look at these children in this, in this atmosphere of, of, of not the best place for them and, and what the repercussions are as we grow up as adults, you know, um, again, all asking questions of like how we, how we do better, how we live a life that's authentic to ourselves and not repeating what we've been shown. Yeah. There was one scene. I want to ask you about the movie, obviously, and, and your take on the synopsis and all that stuff. But one scene that got me in particular, and I just have to tell you right off the bat, is when I was watching it, you know, obviously I think a lot of people are going to go, oh my gosh, with the, um, with the children in the car, right? Because then they're kind of first getting really exposed to this guy that they think this is my dad and I love my dad and he's the best exactly. man ever. And then exactly. all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, what, you know, what just happened? But the scene that really got me was you actually, when um, it's later, it's a little later in the movie, when um, you guys move into a house and your husband's telling you, you know, nothing's good enough for you. Like, you know, no matter what, you're just complaining and complaining. And the, I think it's like the washing machine, like, you know, kind of floods and you're like screaming and cursing on the floor and you're like wiping everything down and you're just saying like this is not any better like I don't want this I want out I'm done and for some reason you know Italians were very passionate were very loud and I don't know it just reminded me of my parents and like in the way where you had that stress right like my dad was a salesman and a lot of pressure was on him to do stuff and with my mom there's a lot of pressure to be a parent right and when things go wrong like that, it could be the simplest thing. It's just so stressful that you just yeah. kind of explode. And the two kids that are in the film that play the younger versions, when they walk, they're just like, let's go into the room and let's go watch something. Let's go shut the door. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I've experienced that kind of thing where it's like, oh, mom and dad are fighting. Like, I just want to like walk away from it. And it's yeah. not, again, like a mob thing. It's more of like, just a family dynamic. Like I've been in that family dynamic where you're just like, 
I don't know what to do. And let's just, and the older one's like, let's just go watch some TV and get out of here. Okay. So that scene hit me very hard in particular. Cause I was like, wow. oh my gosh. And as an older woman, looking back on how my mom was able to do all of that and make everything work, you right. know, like, cause, and again, with sales, it's like, you're on, you're very insecure. It's very up and down. Right. So mm-hmm. how she did it, I don't know, but I, I'm very lucky that I have great parents, but watching your movie in particular made me think of things like that. Like it related to me in that sense of the insecurity and the unknown mm-hmm. and, you know, how do you do that as a mother? So I want to ask you, obviously, I know your film's kind of set in a little different scenario, but yeah. um, how is your film kind of, where's your film set? Where are these characters in this family? What are they about? And is that interesting to hear also, like on a side note, like that people can relate to it in a different way like that, like that I'm relating to it in a way that has nothing to do with, you know. The- yeah, no, that, 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 the that's the beauty, I think, uh, again, of art. It, you know, I can come, we can both watch the same thing and totally take away totally different things. It's again, it's showing you a piece of yourself in whatever, or your life, however, you know, you relate to it, you relate to it. And I think that's, that's the beauty again of art. It's supposed to bring us together through a a shared experience of everybody can understand their mother losing their, them, you know, this themselves, you know, at one point or another and hearing fighting or whatever, these girls just heard it to a more extreme, um, uh, uh, you know, on the level of extreme, that was pretty extreme for them. So, you know, again, it's, it's just being able to see how we are molded as children, you know, it's, it's what they witnessed, what they were around. And although they don't know exactly what's going on as children, we always can feel the temperature in the house. We can always sense. So, they knew something was going on. They just didn't understand exactly what. Um, and the mother trying to keep it all together, uh, you know, believing that things were going to change all the time and knowing that probably they weren't. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's, uh, it's, it's again, it's, it's, showing, it's showing how those girls towards, you know, the middle and the end of the movie got there. And you see how they did of being surrounded by chaos. Right. So how would you, so if someone was walking up to you and they were like, I'm very excited about this movie. I want to go see it at Tribeca. How would you describe this movie or explain what the synopsis is about? I, I, I have one line that I say, it's, it's about finding a voice in a world that tells you not to have one set in a mafia world. And, and to me that resonates with, everybody like I said I've had male friends watch the movie and be blown away and it hit them deep so this is not about girls this is not the girls in the mafia and like you said they're gonna like you rule and they're they're the rulers of the mafia that's not it at all it's about a family it's a coming of age of these girls so um and if you love the late 80s, 90s, you got all the music, all that. You know, I always say, too, it's, it has an element of Saturday Night Fever where he was trying because he wanted to be a dancer. And you're not supposed to be a dancer in those neighborhoods and this blue collar Italian. Like, and, you know, it's that that getting out of that space 
which it reminds me of that and that very New York kind of feel. So um, I think it has something for everyone, but I think there's a powerful message that hits deep. Yeah, definitely for sure. Because <laughs> I watched it more than once and I was like, ooh, and then there's this scene. And, oh, and, and yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that I think, I, I think almost everybody, it's a very universal movie that a lot of people can relate to for sure. Um, when you were directing it, I have a question about one of the scenes that you chose. I thought it was very interesting for the, and it kind of is a catalyst for me. And it took me a second, but I was like, oh, genius. When you guys are at the, um, when the family is at the church, um, for a funeral and, you know, we, I think as adults that are watching the film kind of understand what's going on, but the kids kind of don't really know and whatever, but they're like, all right, we're going to another funeral and they're just sitting there and you do a close up shot for on one of the actresses and then turn and that close up shot turns into the actress being older. So another actress comes in to show you the amount of times that this has become so normal for you. What made you decide to use a shot like that? I thought it was just so genius to show it in that way that this is something that's so normal to her at this point because she sat through so many. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was really, it was really about tracking where this little girl goes from there. And it made sense to go from the little girl's face of just being this kind of washed over kind of, I, I'm my life is like not my own into the older version of her and and just realizing like you said like this has gone on and where she's been um and that actress that character's face being a little bit more um kind of resolved that this is her life and it's kind of a beautiful but yet sad moment. And there's a little glimmer of hope, but you don't know. And um, it brings you right into where we left her and now where she is. And there's not much has changed, but everything has changed. Yeah, I just love that that shot you chose. I just thought it was such an ingenious. I know there's like cinematographers and people with you, but I just thought it was such a great choice. Like, no, it was all me. Online. I'm gonna, I'll take it. <laughs> Go ahead, I'll take, take it. it. <laughs> I'll take it because um, no, every every and I and, and I don't. It's not about bragging. It's about uh, it's about every every piece of this was me. And um, yes, at a, at a great DP that we discussed everything, but every piece of this, because the way I write actually is in pictures. So I, I'll see it before I, I write it. Like it plays, like I've watched this movie in my head before it was made like thousands of times. That's just the way my mind works. So it, it like it, every piece of it was me. Like there was no other alternative there in my, in my mind. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Cause like, it was one of my favorite parts just because awesome. like somatically like watching it and I was like, Oh, that was so genius. It was like such a smart move. Um, what also, so you, when you write, you write this, you direct it. Is it because it's your baby that you decide that you want to act in it? Or do you just want to try to kill yourself and do all of these? I was trying to kill myself. I was absolutely <laughs> trying to kill myself, which I almost did. No, um, to it's be honest, lot. it's a lot it's, and produced it. And yet, no, it's beyond a lot. This, I will definitely say this whole experience is definitely take a few years of my life for sure, but it is what it is. Um, 
I will say that role of the mom was written uh, based on someone that I know. And it was just, no one could play her the way I can. And, I, and I'm, again, not bragging. It's because the intricacies of this person were so, she could be your best friend or your worst enemy within the same second. And that, I, I, I didn't have enough time to try and direct someone how to do that. Like there's, they needed time to be able to do this role justice, how minute it was like, I love you and hate you all in the same word. It's too deep. <laughs> it's too deep. I didn't have enough time. I was like, I'll do it. Let's go. You know, cause I, I it's just something that I've known. I, I've known this person my whole life. So it had to be done. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing to be able to do all of those different aspects of it. Cause I'm assuming like you're, and obviously like, yes, before this is completed now. So before the, the strike, but you were probably rewriting and working on it edit like, do, so you're just doing so many things at the same time and your brain's keeping track of kind of everything that's going on. And then you're like, and I'm in hair and makeup and then I'm on set. So I just can't imagine doing all of that at once. It is. I will say, I will say that that is tricky because, and, and it wasn't the, the fact of like performance, that wasn't it. It was looking at everything from the top, like looking down overall of like the moving pieces and what shot is next and next week. And then this, and then that, and like that, and then being in it, that was strange. That was because I was literally like, oh yeah, do that over there and then put that shot. Okay. Action. And then I'd be in the scene. So that was, that was a bit tricky. Um, but like I said, it was, it was just easier if I did the role, it was just easier than trying to get someone to quench what I wanted to see in this person. It was, it was just easier if I did it. Well, I'm happier that you did it. Cause I love you as, as an actor. So I was very excited. Um, I wanted to ask you, I know like we're running close to time. So I wanted to ask you also, you know, what are you most excited for people to see when they screen this film? Because I know it's like, it's a lot of work. It becomes your baby. It becomes your life. And then you get into a festival and now it's going to become like a world, like a world thing, right? Like you're gifting it to us to yeah. now see, and it kind of leaves you a little bit. So yeah. what are you hoping like, you know, audiences that sit in there, watch it and walk out and go, oh, this is what I took from it. To be able to share this movie is, is I won. I, I, I won. I, when I walked out of my first meeting that someone took with me and loved the script, I was like, I won. I think most of our life, if not all of it, it's a journey of growth for yourself. And I have been on that journey for a long time. This was a huge thing that I wanted to do and I did it. I'm super proud of it. I already went, I already won. But to share it now, I, I just know in my heart that people are going to be moved. I just I just know it. That's all I ever wanted to do was tell stories that were going to move someone, make them think, change an idea, make them have a conversation and just make them feel alive. And that's, that's it. So as far as this, this movie will go, it'll never go that far from me because it's my heart at this point. Like you said, my heart and soul is in this film. So 
it'll always remain now, you know, out there. So that's, that's pretty cool. So I'm just thrilled to get it with an audience and, and, and see their reaction. Yeah. And also it's out there forever. So it'll forever be out there. I mean, I, so like if out of anything, and I know this is crazy because you've had such an amazing career and all of these things, but I feel like for you, and especially now talking to you, this is probably one of the most important things for you. And it's going to be there forever in the history of cinema where anyone can watch it anytime for the rest of, you know, time. I mean, like, it's just crazy to think about that. And it's something that came from your brain, you know? And and you know, what's so funny. It's because it's been so ridiculously hard. Like every step of the way with this has been, that's a whole other podcast. Like it's been (laughs) extremely difficult. So to now be on the other side of it, I have to, like you said, I have to understand that because it's been such a, and I, so I haven't been thinking about any of anything else. I've been thinking about just getting it here. And now that it's here, it's like, I have to really re- realize like, yes, this, when, when it does hit me, cause it's starting to hit me mm-hmm. like, wow, I did this. Like I really did every part of this. Like every part of this is me. And I go, oh, and it, it makes me like, oh, wow. How'd you do that? So I definitely get a little like, I get definitely choked up. Um, and uh, I'm glad you reminded me as well, because it, it is an amazing thing. I'm extremely proud of it. But like I said, I, I, when someone is able to see it and feel something or have a conversation, I, I won. Like, I'm good. I can retire. I can, I can go. I don't know. I can't retire because I spent all my money on the film. But hey, it was, a, it was good while it was there. Well, I want to thank you so much. Like, I literally want to be your best friend because I'm just so inspired yes. by you as as a woman, as yeah. from your career as for as a director, just just all the stuff that you've done and the fact that this came from you and kind of poured out of you and that you were so willing to share it, be in it, be so vulnerable, and then share it with all of us. Thank so we just have you. to be best friends forever. We will. I, I always, I, always want another great friend, great female, like pulls others up. I'm in, I'm in. Well, I just find, I just think you're one of the most amazing women ever. And to talk to you and for you to like surpass my expectations too, it just makes it that much better. Yeah, and that's something. Cause I've met heroes of mine and when they fail, it, it breaks your heart a little bit. It breaks your heart a little bit. I've done that. And it's uh that's not fun. So I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad that that this was a positive experience for you. And for me, really, I appreciate no, it, it. It exceeded my expectations. And the film is, I think one of the best films, if not, the best I've seen so far from anything related to the festival. So mm-hmm. I'm so happy for you. I cannot wait for you to be in there and really hear mm-hmm. it and just hear everyone clapping and hear everyone go, oh, and then, and just live the emotions and go through it and relate to it. And I just, I guess like, I'll just end with, I hope you take a second when you're in there, like, you know, cause I know like you come, like everyone comes in for a little bit. I hope you take a second and just breathe and enjoy it because you worked so hard on it and you right. just, it's, it's so good. I'm going to think of you, Monica, when, when I, when I do that, because you're absolutely right. And you reminded me of that today. Cause you know, still have tons of things going on. You reminded me of that today. So I'm going to think of you. Thank you. Uh, and you know, when this film maybe goes on and has a life, I'll come back and we'll speak about it and we'll see where, where it's I'd been. And we'll, uh, yeah. We'll reminisce about it. I would love that. Well, congratulations. 
I, I'm so happy that you were willing to talk with me because Absolutely. I'm just in awe of your film. I'm in awe of you. And I'm just, I cannot be happy. Like, I'm so like, I'm like smiling. because I'm so happy for you. So you. I just cannot wait for you to enjoy it. So enjoy every second of it. Cause you deserve it. I will. It. I will. Thank you so much. Really. Thank you. Have a great rest of the day. And I really appreciate you talking with me. Of course. Bye, sweetie. Bye. Congratulations. Hope you enjoyed listening to Jennifer Esposito talk about her film, Fresh Kills. It sounds super exciting and it just has a very special take on a film that I don't think I've ever seen before. So I highly recommend seeing it. If you have the chance to go to the Tribeca Film Festival, there are public screenings this Friday, June 16th at 8 p.m. at SVA Theater, Saturday, June 17th at 5.30 p.m. at AMC 19th Street East, and Sunday, June 18th at 5.30 p.m. at Village Each Cinema. So make sure you go and try to check out one of those screenings. Hopefully it will be sold and be in theaters worldwide so you can go check it out. So keep updated by following Jennifer Esposito and of course anything related to the film Fresh Kills. Thank you for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're updated on all of our latest podcasts and head over to our YouTube channel. Hit subscribe so you're updated on all of our video content.